0: like another guy i'd been involved with rolled into town and i went out went and met up with him and like had a bunch of wine and then we just had sex
1: (laughs) and like i'm like that's not even cheating i'm like you already hooked up with that guy before
2: yeah yeah
1: i'm like i don't know nobody. that
2: is cheating
1: jasmine what the fuck
3: Practical conversations about real-life experiences with human design woven throughout, just like a tapestry of our human experience, but threaded in a new language. Featuring projector AC Brown, generator Rachel Lieberman, manifesting generator Jasmine Kenna, and me, your manifester, Vanessa Henry.
2: You, me,
3: we're in this together. Let's listen to each other. You're listening to each other, a human design-centered podcast featuring an ensemble of energy types.
0: So I feel like we're having a bit of a cultural moment with cheating. We've got Miley Cyrus's new song. We've got Shakira's new song that was released on YouTube with a producer in Argentina. So not like a normal song. And it got like 220 million plays in the first five days. Wow. So it clearly it's an amazing song. It's clearly touching a lot of people, not in the English speaking world as much, but it's making its way around. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think that's an interesting pattern. Has anyone been cheated
3: on? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. We've all been cheated on. Has anybody cheated? Yeah. yes, No. No, me and AC knows. No, you've never cheated, AC Brown, not one time. Mm-mm. No, I have a strict knew you neither. policy about that. Even when you were young, I'm shocked at the question. No, no I mean, never. No, you should all see their faces. They're horrified.
3: <laughs> well, I'm, I'm horrified that you just assume I have. I'm like, what? I'm supposed to have. I didn't know. I thought we I always to. thought
2: that that was I feel like everyone does it once. No, I've never done no. it. No, I always had a strict policy around that. I felt like it was. For me, that's a really disrespectful. It's probably the most mm. disrespectful thing that for me. Before you, raise oh my your god, hand I'm husband, so
3: excited for this conversation.
2: For me, because I feel like if you are committed to somebody and you've already established that you're in a monogamous relationship, mm-hmm. that if you want to have sex with someone else, or de- let me know, give me a choice. Mm-hmm. And when you take my choice away. That to me is betrayal, right? Like, give me a choice to, hey, I like somebody, but people don't do that. You know, there's a selfish part of us that's like, well, I don't want to risk me giving you a choice because that means that in the end of it, I might not get what I want, which is you still. I just want to, you know, go have a little fun here and there or to do that. And so to
1: me, I just feel like that you're, you're taking away my choice. Yeah, I I understand that point. I'm a little bit topsy turvy about this topic because I have cheated in the past. I'd never cheated at my husband, which I was married for 13 years, and that was a real testament to me. And he, him too, like he he, as far as I know. Don't tell me if you did, please. Mm-hmm. But we didn't do that. But we also like kind of locked our, we kind of locked up our sexiness as well because we were both a little bit, we were kind of like philanders before we were married. And then we got together and we're like, oh, we're just going to do this very committed, monogamous situation. And I'll be frank, it was kind of boring. So- it led to
3: divorce, right? So
1: it, ultimately. Yeah, ultimately, because I think that's a piece of who we are. We're flirty people and we're sexy people and then we weren't doing that. But all my other- Well, before I was married, all my other boyfriends, I did cheat on and it never really felt like I was never like having affairs. I was never like carrying on with someone, like having like an extra boyfriend or something. So in my head, I was just like, oh, what's a little sex? It's no big deal. (laughs) It's no biggie. And to be totally honest, I still kind of feel like that. Not for me. I don't want to deal with that kind of stuff anymore because it can lead to high drama. But for my partners, my last two partners have kind of been philanders as well. I didn't really get that mad at them about that because in my head, I'm like, well, it's like, whatever you told me, it's fine. I don't like lying though. To me, that's the big thing. Like if you're going to like carry on with someone and have a secret relationship with someone and then lie to me about it. And then now I'm in the room with this person, like there's weird stuff happening. No, I don't want any of that. That would like drive me to the brink of insanity. But if you just go out one night and happen upon some situation, I'm pretty forgiving. I'm like, OK, because you understand you can relate. You're yeah. like, hey, it's uh, it's it's chill for me. Well, and it's just not like a thing, like as long as it's not like, oh, like, do you like this person? Are you trying to like or oh, are you now like in a state of infatuation with this person? Is this person going to like be coming around like coming up? Limerence. Yeah. Is this limerence? Are we having yeah. some limerence? Like, I'm not into that. Richie, what about in your world?
0: I <laughs> I think that if everyone just acted according to their beliefs we think it works that way but it doesn't like wow. my beliefs on this topic and my actions with this topic are are different i would say in a perfect world no i would not have ever cheated on someone but i don't know things happened i was young i what happened i'm a three line i needed to figure things out what happened
3: I've, vessel of love i'm so interested i've never cheated
0: in like a a a serious relationship I get or like a long-term relationship I mean I never really had very long-term relationships until the person I'm with now so I guess like one time I was living in Argentina I had a boyfriend and uh, we weren't hadn't been together that long but he was kind of like my first boyfriend and I think there was just some things missing in that relationship and like another guy I'd been involved with rolled into town, and I went out went and met up with him, and like had a bunch of wine, and then we just had
2: sex
1: <laughs> and like I'm like, that's not even cheating. I'm like, you already hooked up with that guy before, yeah, yeah, I'm like, I don't know it's nobody. And- that is cheating, Jasmine. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding kidding,
0: but uh-huh. i I think I'm a little bit more. Open about that kind of thing. Yeah. Like, I think that I never told this other person because to me, that would have there was no point. I figured out what I needed to figure out out of Mm -hmm. that experience. And telling him would have just made him feel bad for really no reason because it really had nothing to do with him. And that was just kind of how I saw it. But I didn't enjoy the experience. It was the first time I'd ever done something like that. I needed to feel that feeling. and I would just never i I wouldn't do, I wouldn't seek that out again because it's not a good feeling,
3: right. Mm-mm. I can't even look at someone if they or I couldn't even look at someone if they had been with someone, like, Let's say here's my little friend circle. Whoever they dated, those people are basically deleted. Oh, me too. Like I don't even like they they don't even have dicks anymore. Like they're just yeah neutered bro energy to me. (laughs) Yeah, and so I was always kind of like dating outside this like not outside the circle because I when I come into a new space, I would find who are the key players and then I'd probably date them. But my like primary first impactful relationship, I was cheated on, and I think. Like I remember walking in and catching him with her and my heart just falling into my stomach and there being so many people around because it was a party and everyone there was watching and knew. And I got there later and like came and saw, and I was just so
1: humiliated. It's the worst feeling.
3: I just, and, and I just, this is, I'm not, I'm so embarrassed about this, but I just pretended I didn't see, cause I just didn't know what to do with that. And I just. And then he sees me and comes after me. And I was kind of like, it just because of how it felt. And that was my first experience with, you know, not like being in a relationship, but then cheating or being intimate with someone else during that relationship was my first experience. And it was so like, for me that I, I think it impacted me to never even like, I really have never even come close to cheating. Like I have just goo goo eyes for one person when I'm into them. And yeah, I think that that taught me that you know, be aware because sometimes you don't even realize people are, could be cheating on you. Cause you just, I do get like a goo goo eye for someone when I'm with them that I don't even see other people, you know, like, I don't even, I can appreciate someone's beauty. Like for example, now me and Derek will like, admire men and women together like oh my god they're cute oh my god like you know what i mean like it's not even Mm -hmm. but i think just because of the impact of that first relationship i think it rattled me so much that i was just like okay well i guess i i'm I'm never want to do that to somebody else even by accident you know just maybe even some manifestor shit but ac what's up
2: you saying that is interesting because my first love my high school sweetheart is a manifestor and that set the tone. For me in communication, he's a Gemini. Hopefully, you don't clip this part so he can hear it when I repost because he follows me now on Instagram. So he's a manifester and he's a Gemini, which that's my descendant because of the Sagittarius Rising. But you saying that story really that's probably why I don't cheat, is because and this is gonna sound fucked up, but when we were together in high school and he wanted to date someone else or like Toy, like, I mean, we didn't know we were doing this back then. He would break up with me. Mm -hmm. He would cut it off with me and then he would go and break, date someone else and I always respected that spin the block yes he would spin the block I
3: say I think that's respectful I think it's respectful because it's like
2: he has a moral but that there. was always respectful for me because he's like nope I'm going to tell her I don't want to date her and we would sometimes break up for like maybe a month at a time or whatever and yes unfortunately I would let him spin the block because I was in love with him <laughs> but I would love to be a fly in the wall and watch you through that time holy cow oh, horrible horrible Horrible, horrible, horrible. <laughs> but that happened one time. He didn't spend a block a lot. This happened maybe one time. We were because we were together for like a year and a half, almost two years. Then he went, he we broke up. He broke up with me, and then he wanted to date someone else. And then maybe two or three months after that, we got back together and we stayed together until like I graduated. And well, he actually moved away. But I always respect that. That was my first interacting with someone saying, Nope, I want to, I'm gonna break this off. Because I don't want you, especially, you know, you're in high school. So where I grew up and half of my high school, there are two main high schools in the neighborhood. So I was going to find out anyway. And so he had enough kind of respect for me Mm -hmm. and he cared for me. So much. he was like, nope, we're going to break up. I want to do whatever. And then, yes, we got back together. But I always just thought that that was just so like, wow, like, I appreciate that because you could have went and dated her. And literally
1: like I would have found out I've been even more heartbroken yeah well my I think my first experience was like my boyfriend my first high school boyfriend Scorpio by the way well um (laughs) would call me after would call me after school on a Thursday and be like oh I just wanted to let you know I just made out with so-and-so on the on the bus. Oh,
2: my God. Oh, my God.
1: (laughs) We're like 14, 15 years old. Like, whatever. He's taking the bus home to Sleepy Hollow, Illinois, and making out with people I know or like doing things on the bus. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? We'd have this phone conversation. And then I would just be like, fine, I break up with you. And it would be Thursday. And then I would just see him at like, parties all weekend we'd be out and i'd just oh god no i couldn't and i just that. but it wouldn't matter because i was like i'm this must be my defined heart because they'd be like sounds good bro and then i would just be like making out with someone else and be like oh yeah we're on a break no big deal and then sunday night he'd call me and be like are we done are we done having a break and i'm like yeah sure sounds good dating on monday oh god yeah so I think, oh, no. Yeah. And I'd always be like, oh, that's so like, what are you doing? Like, that's such a weird thing to do. But also, if you're going to do it, I'm doing it, too. <laughs> like, that's always the thing I would get so mad about. And like, don't like think you're going to like pull a fast one on me, buddy. That's not happening. I think I've always had loose parameters.
3: I can't even imagine being cheated on and, and being a young freshman and like walking in and that happening.
1: OK, mm-hmm.
3: I was pretty like into that guy for all of high school, you know, like it which I was affected by it. And, and we had gone through like a death together. It was like, so I was like bonded even when we weren't bonded, you know, and it really did last my whole high school experience. i keep thinking about like, I don't know what his type was, but in hearing ac's story and then talking about her manifestor partner and then hearing the two generators talk about like no sometimes i just gotta bump bodies it is making me think about it from a a sacral and non-sacral perspective like this the generators and i'm not saying this unanimously but just us here seem to be like look we just got to like it's not a huge deal it's it's just bodies it's just like body chemistry but then these non-sacrals are like "Ah, if i'm plugging into you like i'm fucking hollow there and like you know what i mean it's like yeah like it's just a different in that. That's why
2: I respected him because now knowing that he was a manifester, he was unplugging from me. Totally. And you're emotional. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I said, during that time, it was so heartbreaking, but it made it easier because when I would walk in school and they'd be like, oh, he's, you know, he's dating such and such now. And I'd be like, oh yeah, I know we broke up. <laughs> it was very, it was very clear. easier. Just yeah, exactly. Very clear. Like mm-hmm. we broke up. And then when we got back together, it was like, oh, you we're back together. Very simple. Very, very yeah. simple. And so now knowing that he is a manifest, I'm like, oh, he was unplugging from me. That's funny. And mm-hmm. he was going to unplug and then he was doing his thing. And then, you know, we got back to, you know, the grass wasn't greener, okay? Cause I'm AC Brown. Um, <laughs> <you know? laughs> Even though that's horrible, you know, but um, yeah. So I, that's how, that, so my first interaction of cheating wasn't cheating. It was always like, I love you enough or I respect you enough and I cherish you enough. I'm going to let you know that I don't want to be with you because I want to go run the streets. And so after that, when people would cheat on me, I would lose every amount of respect for them because I'm like, you could have just said something and then we could have like kind of handled this in a different way. But you lied and then you went behind my back like it's because it's a trickle.
1: Makes it a lot worse when there's lying. Yeah. Yeah
3: in my situation, there was a trauma and like the person had just lost their mom and it was dealing with their grief. And so it was very hard for me to hold any ill will.
2: Oh, of course.
3: Right. But I think it was, I still don't think it was right. What happened, but what happened like that, that never happened to me again. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I then emitted something and nobody fucked with me in that way ever again it's like i had i i had to learn it whatever it was and then that's not going to be cool for me or whatever whatever i took on from that lesson and then really do now feel like it's, it's so wild. If that would happen to me now, I wouldn't go back and destroy the person and make their life a living hell. I I would be like, the bond is broken. Yeah. You're, you're never getting me again. Right. And that's going to be way more devastating for you than anything that I like, just from like an energetic perspective, I'm like, I would go close the door, cut off and everything that was amazing. That was whatever was here. Is now gone because the for me the trust has then been broken and I actually can't come back from that. Right, it has to be completely rebuilt. Which, if it's if we're meant to be together, it would be. But just in my own process now is the sixth line as a third line. I'd probably fucking whatever. We'll date again. I don't know, you know. But becoming the sixth line now, if let's say I'm in in the relationship I'm in now with kids and you know what I mean. If Derek were to cheat on me with somebody else. It would be like, wow, man. Okay. Yeah. Because it's like, I've given you so many opportunities. If you need to go explore that, that I would let you go do that. You know, I'm open to it. But if you didn't tell me and you went and did that, like it's again, it's just the lying piece. Yeah. When you know, I would have probably given you a lot of permission. This is about something else. And that's irreparable to me. Right. So it breaks. Like it's like, but I don't think I would have a rage blackout. I think I would be completely in my piece about it and be like, okay, man. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, you're bro, like
1: I would talk to you like that yeah. because I'm not seeing you that way anymore. Right. Like I don't know. I don't like my last two no, the last one time, recent time I was cheated on. I mean, I had a complete rage blackout. But I think the difference is I I saw it. Like I saw the totally the whole scene, like with my eyeballs. And so like, you haven't really like had, it was the most harrowing thing I think I've ever seen, like ever experienced visually. And in the moment I was like, Oh, this is how people like accidentally end up in jail. You know, like, you know, because rage blackout, yeah, rage blackout. Although I wasn't like freaking out, like in a loud way. I was having like, I mean, I left there and just went, I was like the Terminator. I was like, I'm just going to like dismantle all of this. Like I really just, I really just flew the coop. But yeah, it's a really, it's an interesting thing when someone, when I think humiliation is is a piece that plays a significant part in how you feel and react. And everybody does that differently. You know, like everybody deals with that. Like, well, I always
3: wonder about like what happened in the childhood then? Like, was, were the parents cheated on? Did something happen there? And then I always wonder like how that influences the kids after. Did anybody have any experiences with that here? I don't think so. I
1: don't, I mean, my mom and dad weren't together. So I don't know. What, my
2: dad cheating on my mom? Yes. (gasps) Oh, That's the story there? Mm -hmm. That's why they broke up. So how did that affect you as the kid watching that? Before I go there? I just want to go back when you said that from that point on, no one you put like admitted that tone that no one cheated on you before ever. And I think why people then for me who did cheat on me, lied to me because they knew and how they probably saw my life. Once a bond is broken for me, there's no turning. I don't, I don't, the bond is broken. We're good.
1: Mm -hmm.
2: Like, I don't have to see you again. I don't have to talk to you again. If you see me in the street, I probably won't speak for it. like the bond's broken. But yeah, so my dad cheated on my mother and it was fucked up because it changed my life. So, you know, that's why they broke up Well, we moved. Like everything changed after they, you know, my dad will even still say to this day, I wish I would have lied to your mother. Mm. He's like, when your mom asked me, I told her the truth. I wish I would have lied to her.
1: I wonder something though, and I hear um, I've heard this woman. What's her name? She's a French psychiatrist, Esther Perel. Esther Perel, and she'll, she she ther- she does therapy with couples who have like gone through things like this, and she says if you've been married to someone for twenty five years or fifteen years or however long, why is it that like one infidelity can like unravel? an entire relationship. It's amazing to me to think that like, and now granted, maybe things weren't good before or maybe that's the reason there was cheating. But to me, it just feels like, man, people fuck up. People make mistakes. Oh, of course. People like do things. And I'm like, I'm not trying to like, I'm not a bonds made, bonds broken person. For me, if you come to me and say, hey, I did this thing and I feel I need to talk to you about it and I don't know why I did it or we need to talk about why I did it or whatever it is. That's a different conversation than like, Well, I cheated on you because I just want to fuck around with other people. Well, I think from
2: Vanessa and I's perspective, what I'm thinking, I'm noticing the difference in not all generators and manifesting generators, so relax.
1: (laughs) Hashtag not all of us.
2: Right, not all of you. (laughs) What I'm seeing that from Vanessa and I's perspective is that We are a lot more open to having conversations of things looking differently. So when Mm -hmm. we've given you opportunity to bring to us the truth along the way and then you still cheat. Oh, hell no. Yeah. We had a conversation maybe two weeks ago or a month ago about maybe non-monogamy or maybe if you see like all of we. there's so many opportunities that I think non-sacrals are more open to and not not all non-sacrals oh not all but i'm just saying from vanessa and i's perspective that we just have a little bit of a different viewpoint Mm. of oh we had a conversation we've probably talked about what it looks like to do this or if you did this there's so much emotion especially for me there's so many emotional waves of having different conversations Mm -hmm. that if we've already done that several times and there's been opportunity for you to speak your mind and how you feel what you want and I'm open to listening and even adjusting and then you still go and cheat that's but that's a no-no yeah so I think that's the for me that's Mm -hmm. the difference not not all
3: I'll tell you my perspective on this because there's a good point being made about like, how can one thing, one choice unravel an entire history that we braided together? And I think I can hold a lot of space for forgiveness for those types of mistakes. If you want to even call them a mistake, I can understand how somebody would skew and and I, I can hold a lot of space for that and not necessarily want to, you know, burn the braid. However, my own internal mapping, you know, if I'm putting my trust in you and I'm wanting to get to know you so intimately that I'm braiding so deeply with you beyond sex and, you know, but sex mm. is
1: very- A life, yeah.
3: Yeah, but, but sex is very intimate. And so if there, but I, this is not even need to be sexual cheating. Emotional cheating can be just as, as detrimental, okay? But what, what that, what I'm, what it is for me is the person who can hold space and understand the other doing that is I can't get over my own thing, which is I'm going to question now other things that have happened because I nope. know, oh, I'm not totally safe right here. Even because you've had a very human thing that has happened mm-hmm. and I do forgive you. My own thing is I actually just, I lost that thread of trust. It's now it's come out of the brain and I want to, you know, but my own thing is I'm going to question you every little, I'm going to wonder I'm going to, and that's going to torture me. And I think I love myself more than to even Mm -hmm. put myself through that torture because that's my own thing. You know, it's my own thing that would be a reaction and a byproduct of that happening in my life. And out of respect for you and the relationship that we did have, that braid that we did make, I'd rather burn it off here because I don't want to torture you because I'm being tortured by this because I I would punish you, I think, because I would resent you and I'd be hurting and I don't want to do that to you. And I, I think my own nature would make me at times and I just, I don't want my kid to take that in. I don't want, so the most compassionate, loving thing I can do to actually save the relationship is to remove the romance. And that Mm -hmm, piece of it, mm -hmm. we would have to become a different type of relationship for me. That would be co-parenting then, you know, but yeah, I can't cast him out of my life. I will still always have to be in some type of best relationship with him. And, and I can't even like, we, I could separate and it might be hard for me because I love that person. And I might have episodes where I sleep with him again or you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it would just it's be,
1: messy. Yeah, it's, it's so it's, messy
3: it's, because that's your, yeah,
1: it's not clear. That's your braid,
3: you know, yeah. at least for me as like, as a soulmate person, you know, who I'm not looking just for the, the sex one-offs um or even the emotional one-offs. Like I'm looking for a really deep, intimate braiding of life. So, right.
2: and that's how I think too, like with Esther Perel's stuff, I love her work. But based off of exactly what you said, Vanessa, is I would not feel bad, but I would even think like, damn, you want to go through that? Because the road back up to the mountaintop with me is going to be so long because that braid has been unraveled. Like, do you really do you even want to go through that? Because I don't know when you're even going to get back in that Yeah, that feeling with me again.
3: But also like if somebody is going to have an affair or whatever, there is this part of me that is like, this might be where our stories change then, you know, like I do think we can be open to many loves in our lives. And I don't think we have to like have any sort of maliciousness toward our past loves. Sometimes it just happens. But I don't think we have to like even Jasmine's like, yeah, with my ex, like my husband, that's we have kids together. So we're in this like yeah. mutually respectful relationship. You know what yeah. I mean?
1: Right. And we never had any infidelities, you know? Like Yeah. 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 I just keep saying that over and over. I'm like, <laughs> I don't want anyone. <laughs> I will, I don't know. I think that um for me being in like going back to people who have done those sorts of things, which I've done several times with people, there is a piece. I'm like, oh no, it's fine. Like I think I'm okay. And then I'm like, oh actually I'm not like I'm pissed. There comes a moment where I'm like, I'm infuriated by this. And mostly because I don't love the feeling of number one. And this is like a total defined heart thing. Like, I don't like being bested. I don't like being humiliated. I don't like being dragged. Like none of that. Totally Jasmine. No, like the idea of it, it's like such a, like, how dare you, you know, like that feeling. But then the other part of it is like, now I feel insecure And I think that that's probably a defined hard thing too. Like the idea of me feeling little just makes me so mad. But then I just get over that literally within time and then I'm okay again. And it's weird because it's almost like amnesia. Like I'm like, oh, and like for me, I will, I mean, I live in a tiny town. I see these chicks. Like, I mean, they're like around, like out in these streets. Like they talk to me like, it's, oh, hey, hi, how are you? (laughs) You know? And I have no, no, no. And I have no feelings. Like I don't have (laughs) any, like, There's nothing in me except for the one she doesn't live here anymore, but (laughs) I have nothing weird around it anymore. And so I don't, I don't think that has anything to do um, about like me being evolved in any way, but I do think it has something to do with once I can deal and process my anger and emotions, I am pretty like sexual being where I'm like, oh yeah, like I get the idea of somebody new. I get the idea of something fun. I get the idea of something different. And I haven't done that in my, my recent relationships because I don't like the feeling of it. And I, now that I'm older, you know, and I can look back and I go, oh, that was kind of yucky to do that to someone.
2: You, me,
3: we're in this together. Let's listen to each other. You're listening to each other. A human design centered podcast featuring an ensemble of energy types.